0: Let's check in on another international story that's had a few interesting wrinkles around it. We haven't updated the situation uh, in Ukraine in a little bit here, and we don't want to lose sight of this. It's been 14 months now um, since Russia invaded uh, in that time. China has widely been seen as being supportive of Russia. There's been talk of their no-limits partnership that they've talked about publicly with Putin. Uh, but last week, the president of China, Xi Jinping, did meet with Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky for the first time. It was a telephone conversation. Now, it wasn't in Ukraine, but still, they're talking. And once again, China talking about brokering peace. And they're not the only ones. Yesterday, the Vatican, the Pope, said that the Vatican is involved in a peace mission, too, to try and end this conflict. So I don't know if either of these groups have a really good shot, but, hey, it's positive. And that's sort of the way Ukraine looked at this from China, saying we're we're willing to talk to anybody. So let's get an update on the situation. We're going to chat with Andrew Rasulis, who is a defense expert with the Canadian Global Affairs Institute, a frequent guest on this topic. Andrew, thanks so much for joining us again. Appreciate your time.
1: You're very welcome, Shay.
0: Let's talk about the significance of this telephone meeting between Xi Jinping and Zelensky. It's the first time that's happened since the invasion back in February of 22. Uh, How important do you think this is? Is it a giant step forward, or how do you stack it up?
1: I think it's a very important step. It'll take time. I mean, uh, as you mentioned, the Pope's now involved, and there there are multiple uh, avenues or axes of peace, missions underway right now, notably the Chinese and the Pope. Um, and they're working, I think, not, not 100% together, but they're working for the same cause. And I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of dialogue going on. The Chinese conversation with Zelensky was very important in the sense that uh, the Chinese, uh, well, about over a month ago, uh, put down what they call their 12-point plan, and uh and the ukrainians were very standoffish not exactly 100 percent against but standoffish and now the fact that uh, a meeting via telephone has taken place shows progress and the chinese are also going to send i think it's one or two envoys to ukraine to kiev to keep the dialogue going on this and like to get it get down into yeah. some drafts you know that's a very positive step and this but you see, there's the background of all this is that there's a looming Ukrainian offensive to take place now. So we have two tracks going on. We have a war track going on, and we have a peace track going on. And the two are, are, are kind of in parallel right now. Very dynamic times.
0: Um, okay, and, and I wanted to ask you about this looming offensive, because I keep reading about it, and some people are saying, hey, you've been talking about it, when's it going to happen? Uh, wh- what is the thinking? What's the, what are the, you know, the military analysts saying about this situation? What are we expecting to see?
1: Right now, um, you can argue, and it's been argued by some Ukrainians, that the preliminary elements of the offensive have already okay. started. Uh, you will note the uh, bombing of, uh, by, uh, by UAV of uh, gasoline or fuel supplies in Crimea uh, on the weekend. Uh, that is considered to be part of it. Okay, so the Ukrainians are already starting to attack Russian logistical uh, components. This is the early days of the strike. And um, with with modern offensive operations and, and with, with the high sensitivity of being detected, you're not going to get the more classic sort of World War I type thing, everybody runs over the top at the blowing of a whistle. This is going to be incremental and slow moving. And then you'll see flashes of, of unit combat taking place. So the attack. Uh, it will occur, the major attack, if you will, is, is imminent. Um, people are saying that the Ukrainians have now got most of the Western equipment that they need to launch that attack, the, the, the tanks, the artillery, uh, armored fighting vehicles. So it's like any day now everyone's holding their breath. but of course no one's going to announce it because that has mm-hmm. to be as much secret as possible so you know it's we're in that we're in that phase now uh, Shay, where it, it could be any time
0: um, okay so that's the war track getting back to the peace track and and how China fits into that a lot of skepticism around China's motives for this what they're actually trying to do a lot of analysts say this is just an effort to try and you know unseat the US as the world's diplomatic I mean we're Uh, how altruistic do you think China is? I mean, of course, they're doing it for their own purposes. But um, what do you make of why they're doing this?
1: Yeah, because it's in their national interest. There's no altruism in international relations. (laughs) I'm a realist. Uh, No, the Chinese are pursuing their national interest. Their national interest is to end this war. Uh, it's This war is bad for Chinese uh, business in a big-picture sense. They want to get that, that, that beltway and that Silk Road uh, through to Europe. Um, this is not good for them, and so they want that that to come to a conclusion. Instability, this war is causing a lot of instability in international markets. It's causing a lot of inst- in, uh, instability in terms of geopolitics this is not – Chinese don't like that stuff. They prefer more predetermined uh, things they can see and forecast ahead, and they have a very long view of things. And on your point about unseating the Americans, sure, yes, that too. Uh, the Chinese uh, see themselves – I mean, they are the second largest power in the world now uh, in terms of economics. And uh, they are the, – the United States is their main rival as – the United States has often said China is their rival. Right. Yeah. So this is a positioning. Yeah? Uh, the Chinese are going to try to end this war, A, that favors Ukraine, uh, um, Chinese interests economically, geopolitically. And that means a diminution, if, it, if they can arrange that, uh, of the American uh, leadership role, if you will, in the world. Now, I mean, I think in, in a peace settlement, one day, whenever it comes, uh, it'll, it'll involve a lot of stakeholders. And at the end of the day, any sort of successful plan will have to have everybody saving face and the chinese understand all about that so they're not going to rub the, the american noses in, in the ground right. on this one at all i think there'll be you know dialogue
0: uh, how likely is it i mean like i i don't know how much stock i put in the vatican getting involved but like you say it's going to take a whole bunch of different groups coming to the table do you think we're close to that i mean is this something that you see on the near horizon or is this even a realistic opportunity at this point
1: I think it's very important that it is taking place, and it's actually in conjunction with the military side, because I think these, this offensive that's coming, it's going to be a grinder. Yeah. And, and it's after that. like So let's say late summer, early fall, when this stuff culminates, right? And the Ukrainians are not going to make a strategic victory. They're not strong enough to push the Russians all the way back to the 91 borders. They may have a, an operational victory. There'll be exhaustion on both sides. And then the fall comes... Is it time to talk ceasefire? And first ceasefire would have to precede any kind of peace the settlements. So the fact that the Chinese, the Vatican, perhaps others behind the scenes, the Turks, are still involved in laying the groundwork. This is going to take a long time. So I think I think I'm seeing a possibility in the fall, uh, but the groundwork needs to be laid now. And it's it's not a contradiction that it's being done at the same time that major military operations are about to commence.
0: Yeah, and, uh, and like you say, unfortunately, it's going to be a grinder and, and, and it's yeah. going to be just a nasty situation. Andrew, thank you so much for your, uh, input. As always, we appreciate it.